Welcome to the family with Packmaster Rothkowitz Basham, MD. Alex Brantford Rasmussen. And Andy Brantford. Catherine Brandt is not here because she didn't leave early. Even though room. I told her to. Even though you told I her to. I text messaged her and she responded even so I know she saw it. It's a disaster, let's be honest. Well, we all know that. We'll be right back. Uh, matter of fact, Doug Sprinthal is going to stop in between shows, so we'll try to talk him and stick around for about 10 minutes of the second hour because Kristen will not be on today. Tim Lammers will join us next with the family. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Well, was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant out man that's all i know one thing that i really like to do now is look at the news headlines and then go yeah i don't want to talk about that you know what i mean good choice i don't want to, not at christmas time i don't want to talk about that either christmas, you're, not a, christmas, you're not into christmas no i don't want to talk i don't want to ruin my christmas buzz oh okay <laughs> well this one's actually funny jussie smollett says there 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 was an attack he said, "This is they're 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 lying that I was attacked." Yeah, okay. Sure, you were. That's why. Literally, you kept nobody believes you. No one believes him. Guess who didn't listen to me and <laughs> left herself late. enough time? Left late, typical. My sandwich. You can't have it. Hey, did you see the oh, snow? I sure did. Up. Well, we it's not even the that there's a lot of snow. There's like an inch of snow. It just, oh, it like Mike Bryant said, roads. it yeah. immediately turned into the slickest substance mm-hmm. in the world. Yep. That's what it does. Yep. Why is there so much food here? <laughs> That's what because I said. Because it's Christmas. He's mm-hmm. decided to feed everyone. Whole month of December, I guess. Yeah. We'll be bringing in chow. There's no doubt about chow. it. Oh, he didn't. 
I told him not to drive home between shows, so he apparently went somewhere else and bought. Oh, <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> I went to Cub. Oh. I told you not to drive. It's a block from yeah, here. Cub is what's going to happen. You don't have to drive the, the Cub. It's a block away. You yeah. walked over there? Yeah. Oh. I always walk over there. You walked to Cub? Hey. It's a block and a half from here. She's here. It's cold. Did She's you here. see the snow? <laughs> Anybody? I told Anybody? you. You yeah. didn't listen to me. <laughs> I walked Mom. It. it was so... What did I tell you? Well, it was triple drive time. I told and you. This give yourself lots of extra time. I only had to take another like 10 minutes extra. Really? But, I mean, the roads over by our house, they're just, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot to make them normal. Oh. It's not like a 70-lane highway like that. Well, it's the side streets and the intersections. Well, yeah, yeah, we don't have any are, of those out yeah. there. So. And I, in case and people forgot, they pulling did. out in front of people on icy roads is a really no, bad idea. Because, okay, let's say you don't care that you're being a dink. The other person can't stop and could slam into you. Right. So pulling yeah. out in front of people right now... Really bad idea. Oh, yeah. Maybe you want to yeah. slow down. Yeah. Just an idea. I had to go get a COVID test this morning because I'm going to a play tomorrow. And so I have to get a negative test to go. And I had to drive into Shakopee. There's a place in Shakopee that does rapid and PCR at the same time, both covered by insurance. They should always do that. Yeah. Which is double test. Difficult to find covered by insurance, too, mm. unless you book, like, with a clinic or whatever. Yeah. But well, like, it's a covered by insurance if it's past your deductible. No, I didn't have to pay a dollar. Well, really? And I, we're not even, we never meet our deductible because we don't, we don't take any prescriptions. We don't. No, I never like, meet. We, yeah. we never yeah, meet our deductible. deductible. Because we had a baby and I had surgery. Yeah, that's the if only we, time we've ever, yeah, the I only time we've ever met our deductible are the years that. Yeah. I've yep. had children. <laughs> it's a gift to the CEO every month. Sure I, I, yeah. I think we should be able to say Write it's a tax-deductible donation. Charity, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so I had to drive to Shakopee, and 169 was horrendous. Oh, I can't even well, 169 is always the worst road in the state. So bad. So. so bad. And this one truck was just tailgating everybody and flashing his <gasps> oh, brights at everyone. And I'm like, I'm like you're going to go around somebody. To do this again to another person, to do it again to another person. You really should take uh, and look and see who they're driving for and report them. <clears throat> no, it wasn't a work truck. It was just somebody driving a... Oh, you mean like a, a F-150 yeah, kind of like truck? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't a... No, oh. not a semi. I see. Okay. We have Lammers. Hey. Lammers. Are you slowing down? Am I slowing down? That's the good part about working from home. I, I did wipe out this morning when my uh, puppy that I was, well, she's not a puppy. She's a huge dog. Uh, she saw a pheasant and went nutso and started dragging me. And then I did the ass over oh, tea kettle no. in oh the God. snow. And then ass later it's like, where's kettle. my phone? Oh, my phone was no. in the snow. But it's fine. It's fine. I, I It was only out there maybe 20 minutes. But still... Hazards of the winter time, I yeah. guess. Indeed. Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, yeah, it, it's the the roads are, are relatively clear here out in the hinterlands, uh -huh. but uh, yeah, it's obviously it always takes some getting used to, if not by me, by the person in front of me. Yeah, who doesn't seem to know what's going on. So yeah, yeah, no, no. Again, I these are the days that I do not miss commuting. Believe me. Yeah. I would imagine when so. It, when did it start snowing anyway? Well, I mean, didn't it start really kind of Sunday in a way? I mean, well, you know, we've been getting little bits, but, but it seems sort of heavier melted. by the day. 
It melted off a little bit. The yeah, roads then were that nice melted, and clear. And now it snowed on top of the melt. Was it snowy when it's you so... drove in, Tom? No, it was not snowing when I drove in at three thirty. But I left the house at three thirty. Okay, because so. at six thirty it had been snowing. Looked like for a while. Okay, I asked everybody on the morning show this about a month ago, and I'm going to ask everybody on this show now. Um, when I get in the car at 3.30 to come to work, do a little show prep, walk the hallways, have a good time, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? Have a good time. Have a good time. This giant there building is a guy all again. by yourself. I, I am in this building all by myself. Until Mark and Nick get here, they're the ones. Re- that whole, that suite behind us, holy God, that thing is huge. That's what you said yesterday. That's They're completely redoing it, but Mark and Nick are big listeners to this show. They listen to the podcast and the morning show. Hello, hello. I went over to say hello to him, and Nick goes, can Tony ever bring back Talk with Talk? I said, no, mm-hmm. he cannot. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope. That is not happening. Talk with Talk is not <laughs> coming back. There's a lot back. of things that are never going to come back. Nope. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's it, which is really unfortunate, don't you think? Sure. <sighs> Well, you know, it's really interesting to me, and I did not see the episode, but uh, apparently Always Sunny this season tries to correct a mistake from last season. Oh, God. Where, where I forget, I think it was uh, uh, Rob McElhaney, his yeah, character. Yep. <clears throat> yes, uh, they did... Um, he did a character in blackface. Oh. And I can't oh, believe yeah. that he did that as last year. He did yeah. that. But, you know, these guys, what I love about the show is they always push it. Always, always, do, always yeah. push it. And, um, yeah, so not, I, they, they were recreating. Oh, I know what it was. Rob, I want to say, yeah, Rob McElhaney. What, they, they were recreating Lethal Weapon, and he was playing Murtaugh. Mm. <laughs> and oh. so he was playing Danny Glover, and he did blackface to do it. Well, and, uh, it isn't part so, of that show that they are they are clueless? Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's yeah. Kind of. Well, that's but you see, though, people don't understand that. That's the problem. Oh. All say all say need is that little <laughs> screen grab on Twitter, and people will lose their not even a screen grab, just a suggestion, and they will lose their mind but i have yeah. a question for you why is it okay for two black guys to put on white face for the movie white chicks why is that okay well i guess in their defense it was years ago well i know um, but still they're going back a thousand yeah, they're going back yeah, to I, I hear you. plus you know look at Chappelle. Chappelle did the same thing uh with he plays a white character Come on, and he, and the funny thing is, he used the word "cut out that malarkey." <laughs> cut out the malarkey. I think it was during the racial draft. It was a racial draft. But I think draft. the character, was, the yeah. character appeared in other. That skits. was very funny. Look, I don't have any problem with it. White, black people want a white face, white face, and black. I, I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care. But uh, you know, you do what, what you need to do. Dave Chappelle is funny as hell, always has been, and you might want to get off his back because he didn't. First of all, he hired, the, I believe, the very first transgender comedian to do stand-up. I think it was yeah. the first one ever hired. And well, that was Dave Chappelle that did that. You know, as this story drags on, again, if you have a problem with Dave Chappelle, do exactly what he says. Watch the entire special where you're going to learn about this person. Right. And you're going to learn the tragic way. Can I just say it now at this point? Because it's been a long time. Basically, what happened was uh, he befriended this transgender woman, and she 
um, they, they he invited her to open for right. him. Yes, he did. Yep. And she, you know, but in in typical Ch- Chappelle fashion, you know, he he made fun of it. He said she bombed terribly and all that stuff. Well, but in a nice does. sort of way, he was saying that you know what afterwards or, or during the show, no, what I guess it was afterwards. They had their after party, and he said she was funny as hell, you know. So you know, so he gave her tips. He was nurturing this person, right? So yes. anyway, yep. when when I think of a sticks and stones came out, she defended him. She got harassed relentlessly yeah, on Twitter, and six days afterwards, killed herself. Oh, oh Jesus! God. You see, about that in the news and now section. again, uh, I'm only saying this because it's been quite a while now since the specials come out. And I, and I, it's like you know, part of you wants to see it. You, you know, wants people to see the episode for themselves or the the special for themselves because, believe me, we were shocked when he was telling this story. And you got to remember, he's in this full auditorium or whatever. It was dead silence when he told this story. Really. Yeah, I mean, it was it was quite a, a, a revelation that I guess I wasn't expecting. But again, it, it kind of goes to show you that here she is defending him on Twitter, the absolute worst place. So all the people that's, that who are meant to be defending her turn against her to the point. Now, he's not saying that this was the explicit reason. This wasn't the entire reason. You never know. You never know why people do what they do. But he says, you know. I just want you to know that these people went after her and this is what happened Yeah, he in was, six days. In the thing, he was like, I'm not sure if it was because people went after her so hard. I'm sure it didn't help. No. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, so when, Alex, you've seen it then. I think yep. you said Dan saw it too. Yep, yeah, we watched it. So what yep. are all the intellectual people going to just, and or anybody who has any sense of decency, going to abandon all the social media? When, when, when's this yeah, going to when happen? When are they going to? When are you going to walk away from this garbage? It's uh, absolute trash. It is. But that, that's the years. problem, Ralph. I mean, this this culture that we live in, where people just do not want to see. I think it's it's purposeful. They don't want to see beyond the headline or beyond the tweet or whatever. No. They don't want to read into the story because not everybody, but I would say a half dozen outlets reported about what the fate was of this transgender person that he knew. Most most people probably didn't even know. That he befriended this transgender comedian. Yeah, um, right, exactly. So, so yeah, so it, it's this uh, cognitive dissonance, uh, Tommy. Is that right? It they is. They just want to believe what they want to believe. Well, and and even the, the, it's like they're almost afraid to find out the truth, so they just pretend it isn't there. Well, they're huge, pro- huge problems now because they talk out of one side of their mouth and then they the other side of them. Two examples of that would be, the first one I I don't understand. So if I say to a guy, you know what, you're annoying as a mother effer, right? Nobody cares. But if I say to a woman, you're annoying as a mother effer, you go, hey, watch how you talk to that woman. It's like, well, wait a minute. Either we're all equal or we're not. Either you can't say it to anybody or you can say it to everybody, right? Uh-huh. This whole yeah. idea that we're all equal except for in that one area. No, no, we're either all equal or we're not, Right. Another one of those, and I talked about this on the morning show this morning, because I've been thinking a lot about it with this cancel culture and all that. Um, I don't understand how the cancel culture will go after somebody, and, of course, well, let's say somebody goes after me. They're going to try to cancel Uncle Tommy, right? Well, they're Mm -hmm. also canceling Catherine and Andy and Alex 
and Alex's kids and Andy's son. They're canceling the whole family. How can you do that to a whole family because you don't like one member of the family? That well, makes no sense to me at all. This happened years ago. Um, what's the name of Paula Dean? Paula Dean, yeah, exactly. Okay, and and she admitted she used the N word in the past. Right. Okay. If you want to look, they, they canceled her effectively. I don't even think the the term cancel culture even existed then. Right. But basically, what happened was because of that, you know, stores started dropping her products. This they did. And that, yep. the other thing. So I'm thinking, I don't know if the business ever went under or not. But here's the the chilling effect of all this. Okay, you want to go after the person, fine, shame them, whatever the hell you want to do. But think of all the people that probably lost their jobs when those exactly. products weren't being placed in stores anymore. I mean, that that was, uh, uh, to me, uh, de- something that was devastating over this person's dumbass mistake. Again, I don't, I don't know how you can possibly make somebody pay for something specifically without harming others associated with them. And you're right, whether it be your family, Tom, or whether it be Paula Dean's employees. Now, again, right, I'm not sticking right. up for her and saying it was I right know. that she did what she I did. Know. But again, how can you – this isn't precision surgery, you know, where right. you can – you can a, a precise strike, you know, where you can take out the one person and, and everybody else is unscathed. So, yeah, it's it's very troubling, and that, you're right, is is the, the unfortunate consequences of somebody getting canceled now is that so many other people are affected by it. Well, what is that psychological disorder where, let's say, a bird comes down and bites you in the head, uh, and then you just you freak out and you develop a phobia, all birds are bad, all birds must die because one bird came down and bit right, me in the head. Right. What is that? That's a psychological disorder. <laughs> Aviatophobia. Aviatophobia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that is where that's where we're at right now. The White House is the biggest cathedral on earth. I know. And the worshipers are, if you aren't for us and whatever whatever our little talking points are, then you must. I mean, it's like a it's the Crusades. It is. It's yeah, virtual it is. crusading. No, I, I think it's more like the Inquisition. I think oh, yeah, when it, it's a sort of intellectual inquisition is what it is. It's not it's, so they they don't want to believe you. They want to expel you, exile you. You know, we're not torturing or killing people, but eh, intellectually we are. You know, you know what's just, amazing about that? Killing people's careers, these, yeah. these livelihoods. Ex- exact same people who who will bitch up a storm about that psychopath back in the fifties. What was that senator's name that went after and can't try to cancel everybody? McCarthy. 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 Yeah. What's the difference? So. So you criticize the piss out of McCarthy for doing exactly what you're doing. Same exact thing. You're doing exactly what McCarthy did, yet you hate him, but it's okay for you to do it. I know. That's my problem with get it. all of this right now. Women are acting just as horribly as men used to. I agree. They're they going are. after people with no evidence. They're sh- they're carrying on like I mean, there are crazy people right now on social media and in politics. As you know, I get accused of things I never did all the time. All the time somebody's accusing me of doing something I never did. So settle down, all of you. Well, that's that's the Wild West that is. And this, I know, happened to you, Tom, years and years ago, too. Mm -hmm. But this is the Wild West that is social media now. How dangerous it it is. I wouldn't go near social media. Not a chance. Matter of fact, I get yeah. I got to make sure that people don't think I'm on Messenger because I'm I never go on Messenger, but people keep sending me messages. 
I don't go on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, none of it. It's all garbage. You don't go it's on from, TikTok? It's from <laughs> morons. I thought Tommy would make some TikTok videos. Funny TikTok videos, Tom. No, 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 Tom does have a few shuffle dances there. Uh, yeah, now we're dogging. A few shuffle dances the there. Um, what you know, happened to And the clothes aren't as tight as some, but, you know, he's, he, he can move. What no. happened to Snapchat? Is that still a thing? Uh, the only people that I know that use Snapchat do it just within, like, little friend groups, and they'll send pictures of, like, their kids and, yeah. like, doing funny oh. stuff, like, just in messaging. Like, it's not as much just, like... Well, Snapchat's the one that was invented for teens to sext each other, right? Yeah. Okay. But so now, now it's not you know, bad anymore. So now me to put it on my phone, but basically the whole idea is what? It's there, the image is there for a minute and it disappears or yep. something? Yes. Which, gee, I wonder why. Yeah, but now yeah. people just use it instead of text messaging because they're like, oh, it's kind of nice because then it doesn't take up any um, room on your phone. Like if you have low storage, I suppose, yeah. we'll send pictures of like the kids doing silly stuff and stuff like that. Because all text message pictures and stuff are saved on your phone unless you delete them. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so... Yeah, I don't know. So, I've never had. Yeah, so, so you, yeah, you send it up into the cloud and it just stays there. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you could also just delete your old texts. Yeah. If Snapchat's going to delete it anyway, then what's the difference? Yeah, I delete all well, my text no, no, messages. Sna- no, Snapchat doesn't delete it. Yeah. It Snap- just... Snapchat makes it so it's not on your phone. Yeah. Well, but Snapchat... it also deletes it. It deletes <laughs> you it after like a minute. This stuff is no, so it's off somewhere. their server? Yep. We know that for certain. Yep. That's, that was the whole selling point, is that if you send yeah. something to someone, it only exists on the server for like a minute, and then it gets deleted. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it exists so, for we, teams so, to so we, we've other. had an audit of that server to make certain it's clean? Ooh. Well, no, like but it. of course, oh, yeah, that'll that, never that, happen. My, well, that's, like my, that's my point. I think it goes up there, and it's there. Yeah, yeah. you do wonder. It's like you make a platform, and you know what's going to happen. Underage pictures or underage people are going to take pictures of themselves. And upload them to your server, you know, which anyone with access to that server could theoretically download those pictures. It's but, a real head scratcher. Yeah. Well, my yeah, my point is that if, if it's if it you put it up, if it goes into the cloud, yeah, you can't is, trust it. It to is be gone. in the cloud. No, and knowing what I know about the government, uh, sucking every message uh, from the big iron right before it goes to the pipe goes to Google or any of these others or Facebook. They suck down every mess, everything, every bit of data that goes through there, they suck down and it goes into some big old farm yep. in Utah that has its own has its own substation because it needs so much power. And then it's sold to China so they can market crap to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. biometrics, yeah. This stuff or whatever, they, they, not biometrics. So they created this stuff in order to dare people to be stupid. Well, yes. Because that's what it's mostly just stupid shit that get people into trouble. <laughs> well, it is. It is true. Well, yeah. I don't know. I have no interest in any of that stuff. I just, you know, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I like some Republican things. I like some Democrat things. I like a lot of middling things. And by middling, I mean leave me the F alone. Just go do your thing. Go be pissed off at someone else. I mean, the amazing thing to me is I read these stories now because I, I have to read all the news pretty much every morning. You look at these stories, you go, that's made up, that's made up, that never happened. I mean, they go out of their way to make up lies to hurt people even more. Well, and it's really interesting, like, how they, I don't know. Like, I was talking to Dan about this yesterday. I was, there was a story that I saw about a 8-year-old girl that died within four days of 
having COVID. Oh, and God. in the headline, it was like she had no comorbidities. Eight-year-old girl with no comorbidities dies yeah. within four none, days. None except for leukemia, I'm guessing. No, she was morbidly obese. Uh, at eight? Yeah, at eight. Like oh, yeah. she was, uh, she was really over. heavy yeah, right. for well, an eight-year-old. They don't consider that a comorbidity yeah, they anymore don't because it it's fatphobic. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and I'm like, that's oh, one of the biggest ones of yep. getting COVID Why? is highest risk. Do you die more like why are you more likely to die of covid if you're overweight because you're hard well a, a couple things one is first off you in essence you don't have the same muscle mass to clear your lungs right. because you haven't been active right. you haven't been deep oh. breathing you haven't been doing that so that's one thing the other part of it is that you know you know pickwickian syndrome is associated with this, this heavy mass in your abdomen if you have if you have visceral fat which pushes on your diaphragm along with the other fat it can reduce your ability to breathe and it also affects your brain so you're not taking these deeper breaths and when you get sick you can't clear your lungs as well okay so that's one and then you have the in addition to that you you may have diabetes or form frust diabetes yeah. in that diabetes you know, is a huge comorbidity with covid I, yeah. I spoke i spoke with someone who's involved with evaluating cases evaluating uh cases and the cost of cases her comment to me was virtually all as in all like as in 100% of the deaths and high high cost hospital care for covid cases had two things in common Diabetes and old obesity. Oh, there you go. Really? So yeah, Ralph, old just, isn't to, even... just to uh, clarify, you're talking type two diabetes because I got a household of type ones here, man. Yeah, but so so you're at risk. No, but so you're at risk. Oh, I, I mean, oh, believe I mean, me. Yeah, you... That's why I still wear a mask everywhere. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's why I've never stopped wearing a mask. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, type two generally is associated with, you know, being obese. Although. You know, there are cases that happen sure. with type 2, you know, that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, you have a, an underlying health condition. Believe me, I I don't go out thinking, oh, well, it's only the type 2s. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm very, very cautious, believe me. But that's that's a, those are real things. So sure. there's the pro there is an issue that no one wants to address is that there's some concerns with those conditions. And you're yep. turning a blind eye to it. Yeah, and like the people that exercise for an average of 30 minutes, like if they, you get your heart rate up to a certain point for 30 minutes at least five days a week, have like their likelihood of developing complications from COVID is like an eighth yeah. of everybody else's. Makes mm -hmm. sense then. Yeah. Well, they don't admit that sense. though because it's victim blaming and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. No, well, and it's also it's a lot harder to make money yeah. off of telling people to go exercise. Yeah, because that's free. Yep. That's what it's really all about. I don't about. really understand any of it. I, I really do. How you got a set of rules and I got a set of rules and we can't agree on anything. It's like settle down. Nothing new about it. Grow up. Well, no one wants to. No one wants to look at reality. No, they don't. That's reality. No, they don't. I mean, you have, you have type one diabetes, and you're fit. You're still wearing a mask because that's reality. That's well, if you reality. tell people that, you know, you have to go exercise five days a week in order to be safe from COVID, that's a lot of work they have to do. But if you say, oh, I have this miracle shot, yeah. it'll make you immune to COVID. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is, you know, uh, show up, make sure the government gives me billions of dollars. Yeah. And they'll oh, yeah. be like, oh, I don't have to do anything. I just have to get a shot. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I know it's interesting is like. I have somebody in my life that is overweight, 
does not exercise. Is it Jude? And they are, it's Jude. Um, <laughs> and they are always <laughs> like, you know, you should get vaccinated and blah, 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 and it's the best thing you can do and it's the vaccine's great and all this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. what if I were just like, you need to exercise and you need to yeah. develop a better diet and you need to get yeah, on the treadmill right. and exactly like saying. if I just constantly were text yeah, messaging you articles about how, you know, I'm like, they would be like, what's your problem? Yeah. You're shaming me for my lifestyle. But it's like, if you don't get a vaccine, then it's totally fine for you to Li- be shamed. Lifestyles can be dangerous. Well, if you yeah. want to live dangerously, live dangerously, but admit it. Yeah. You know, it's like people yeah. who do like you know skydiving and uh, wingsuiting and stuff. You know, they live a dangerous life, right. but they know they're not going to say, "Oh, I'm I'm immortal. I'll live to be 120." Yeah. You know, they know that there's a very real chance that something could go wrong, but they take that risk. But a lot of people, Jude, stop snoring. <laughs> Jude, snoring. Jude's bored, you're snoring. Andy's talking. You know, if, nice, if, if you're a gay man, if you're a gay man and you choose to be promiscuous with unprotected sex, mm-hmm. you are at risk for developing AIDS. Yeah. If you're a gay man who is monogamous and your partner's monogamous, your chance of getting AIDS is like pretty, zero. Pretty slim, yeah. If you choose to do IV drugs and you share needles, you are at risk for getting hepatitis, mm-hmm. nasty hepatitis, or AIDS. Hep- or, and or AIDS, mm-hmm. and or a thousand another other bloodborne disease. Oh God, yeah, yeah, but all sorts of stuff. But, but that's a choice, and that's a danger of that lifestyle choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can you can hurt yourself all you want. Just be honest about it. Yeah. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up in the next segment. Tim Lammers is with us. So we'll be back in just a couple minutes with the family. And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like Suburban Manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy, and that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom here to tell you that MyPillow is the best and getting better. MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell has an amazing offer on MyPillow towels, 100% USA cotton, originally $109.99, and now a flash sale for $39.99. For a limited time and 60-day money-back guarantee, head to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials. Promo code KQRS. Get this great offer and check out the deep discounts on other products. MyPillow.com, enter promo code KQRS. MyPillow.com, promo code KQRS. 
Not for long. We're back. Tim Lammers is with us. We're just basically telling people, get your head out of your ass and live your life and let me live mine. How about that? Yeah, get a life, please. No doubt about it. The hate cauldron that is known as Twitter. The hate cauldron. I can't even imagine. If Very I was, dramatic. Two Tim. things. If I were still on Twitter and still drinking alcohol, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> I'd have been shot by now. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think there's any question I would have pointed about out that. where you live. <laughs> oh, that's real nice. Thank you, so. my dear sweetheart that you are. God, I remember <laughs> seeing the... T- Did you see what Tom tweeted last night? I'm like, oh, oh my God. one thirty in the morning, a little... one uh, thirty in the morning. A little drink... T- Tweeting, not uh, good, not good, not okay, at all. Listen mm-hmm. here, you son of a bitch, oh, I'm on my way swearing over. I wonder if on. they've ever studied the phenomenon of why alcohol makes some people happy and some people angry. It's it's history, life history. I think it probably it's is. All, yeah. And it's also a physiologic response to well, I suppose, drugs. Well, drugs. Yes. I mean, I, I see it all the time. People, you know, some people will take the narcotics, oh, love the narcotics, love the narcotics, yeah. because they get a buzz out of it. Other people say, God, this is the worst thing yeah. ever. It made me feel dizzy. Right. You know, and say, well, it's your, well, you know, you, you brought up the thing you did at a couple edibles once. You said it made you feel like you, you <coughs> yeah, had early terrible. stage Alzheimer's. Yeah. And, it, and you had, <laughs> it was really awful. It was an awful experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it, it, not for everybody. And some right. people, oh, it's the best thing in the whole world. They can't get away from it because they have this feeling of euphoria. Yep. Drugs are that way. There, there are none of them that are the same. And, you know, like my professor said, the dose of a drug is enough. And that you never know. Yeah. The human brain is very mysterious still. Yep. Yeah, it could be life, you know, past life experiences. But still, there's a physiologic response to certain drugs. You know, when I drink alcohol, I go to sleep. I, really? so I want to go, oh, man, let's get to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, whenever I drink alcohol, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to sleep so good tonight. I'm so tired. <laughs> and two hours after I fall asleep, I'm waking up like. <sighs> <laughs> and you're like wide awake, too, yeah, exactly. for like two hours. It's like, and you're just like. What happened to this wonderful that's sedation? Gotta, that's it's gone. you got a blood sugar crash. Yep. Yeah, that could mm-hmm. be. Well, well you got to have a blood you know, sugar speaking spike. Of, speaking of which, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I, I have not. Uh, I shouldn't say had a drop. I had half a glass of champagne when my oldest brother got married well, a few years ago. And a Tim, half a beer sometime you in wild between. wild man. I'm a wild man, but <laughs> I, I basically, it's going on 30 years since I, I you know, quit drinking. Uh, and, you know, as a type 1 diabetic, yeah. Uh, yeah. now 35 years, I was five years into it, um, I was told my eye, uh, the, the background in, in my eyes had changed background retinopathy by my my um, ophthalmologist and and that was a kick in the ass and when you walk out of that office and you see your wife with uh an eight pregnant eight months with your first child you have to make some decisions Mm -hmm. so that is why um i quit drinking because my ophthalmologist says, I can't tell you if you're going to see in 10 years unless you get your act together retinopathy is very bad stuff right so so that's why you know one look and i said i want to see my children 
I'm going to take the negatives out of there. Now, when you said to drop in blood sugar, Catherine, that's what made me think about this. Mm -hmm. What alcohol does to a type 1 diabetic is that mm -hmm. it jacks the blood sugar way up. Yes, it does. Because obviously there's sugar in it and everything else. Well, ethanol now, metabolizes directly into sugar, mm -hmm. basic, well, yeah. basically. Basically, there's a chain, but, you know, that's and how it works. And the problem is with that, say you are... I was diagnosed when I was 21. So if you're a 21-year-old man and you're at college and you want to go out and party with your friends, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to get pissed drunk and you're, you're going to lose all your faculties. And while you crash mm. and aren't yep. able to wake yourself up, that can drop into a diabetic coma. Yep. Oh. So, you know, granted, I wasn't as in, a, in, a, in a space in my life where I did that thing anymore. It's just that who the hell needs this crap? I've alcohol makes me feel like crap the next morning yeah. so i quit mm -hmm. and that was it i said enough and that was it so i don't know i mean i people can drink around me all they want i don't care it doesn't bother me but you know it's 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 no good for tim put it no. that way right. Right. Good no, i understand tim. that i understand what you're saying yeah i think it's the acetaldehyde that metabolizes into sugar oh. and that's the stuff that makes you feel hungover. Oh, Once God. that gets into your system, that's what uh, that Al-Anon or whatever, that drug that they oh. give to alcoholics. And abuse. And abuse, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's, oh, it blocks yeah. um, acetaldehyde dehydrogenase, which is the enzyme that uh, metabolizes that. So what happens is you drink, you produce uh, that toxin, and it builds up in your system, and it has no way to get rid of it. So you feel like you've been poisoned because you basically have. And if you think about it, that poison builds up in your system every time you drink. It's just your liver works very hard to get rid of it. And that's why well, you only have so long of that kind of lifestyle before your liver says, nope, I can't do this anymore. Speaking of alcoholics. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Nice to meet you. It's been a month. Stranger. I had to give him a nice uh, welcome. <laughs> Yeah, it has been a shot right at him. Has it been four weeks full? Oh, yeah, I think for sure. At least, yeah. I think it's been but a while. But you have COVID too. He needed a break from us, people. He has been traveling all over the place. Nice. Look at good in yourself. Better since I've seen you. Yeah. So much better. I get that a lot. Thanks, man. Good. Well, you know, I've got a child now. I have to become mean sardonic, and old. mean, yes. crabby. <laughs> <laughs> mean and crabby. It has to That's be mean and crabby. That's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, so I want to point out the silver lining of my story. Uh, ever since I've been going back to the ophthalmologist now, they can't see any evidence of diabetes That's good. whatsoever. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. a, lot of the a lot of the time, once the retina starts getting damaged, you can't undo that damage. Right, so right. You so I, I made the immediate move right then. Which, of course, not to any of your benefit, means I can watch things and tell you about them. <laughs> yay! So, yay! I'm You're all not... excited about that. But anyway, I've, I've been really wanting to know, Tom, because this is the first time we've talked now in a, in a few weeks. Uh, I would imagine, you did you do a lot of TV and movie watching when you were down for the count? No, I just took a tin cup and ran it across the bars. Let me out of this cell! It was like being in prison, for Christ's sake. You didn't You didn't catch up on any shows? I texted you a couple recommendations. Yeah, you did. I, I did not. No, I didn't catch it. Let me give you an example of, of where my and our life is now. 
So I'm sick to death of the. I'm looking at the news right now. There's not one story on here that I want to ta- tell because it's all negative about one side or the other. You suck. No, you suck more than we suck. So Catherine had about a half an hour before she went to visit her father last night. I can't go until this cold goes away from uh-huh. the COVID and all that. <clears throat> so I said, well, we'll just watch something for about a half an hour. You know what we watched last night for a half an hour? <laughs> Your dad picked this out. Oh, I picked God. it. <laughs> Probably not gonna we be watched good. a show. What do you think? Doug? English baking show. No, I love no. that. The Great British Baking Show. Mm. Oh yeah. We That's watched true. a half an hour of a show called Too Cute, which is video of cats and dogs. Oh well. Now, yeah. This particular hey, I, I, one I'm was all for that. I like that kind. Hey, of Too stuff. Cute had six seasons. Just kittens. See, Too Cute. <laughs> six seasons. No, of Too Cute. I've watched that with the kids before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Like if I'm love just it. like I need absolutely love 15 it. minutes to talk to somebody on the phone or something without mm. you two screaming and whatever. I'm like, here, watch puppy video. We got invested with the, too, with the Abyssinian runt. Yeah, the runt. <laughs> we got in, oh, we're like, oh no, someone has to take care of this baby. <laughs> little tiny, it was an honest thing, about the size of your thumb. Oh, God, that kitten was small. So but you know what? <laughs> all it was, all it showed is how basically these cats and dogs help one another. You know, mom comes over and kicks the dog's ass if it needs to happen. You know, that's what happens. But the whole show is about helping little kittens learn how to eat and how to sleep and how to do this. I did not know this. Did you know that cats sleep on an average of 14 to 16 hours a day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They sleep that much? Dogs actually sleep more than cats. Really? Dude. Yeah, 16 to 18, I think. Oh, yeah, believe me. Well, the thing about dogs is that if they're not doing something, they're they're sleeping. That's true. Oh, yeah. Birch can just, like, he'll be sitting there, and if something's not happening, he just, like, takes a little nap. Exactly. It's like my father. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He can sleep anywhere. Full 10 minutes. I'm talking to him. I'm like, hey, are you sleeping? Nope, nope, I'm listening. Nope, I'm good to go. Everything's covered. No problem. (laughs) Funny enough, I got two dogs sleeping behind me, right? There you go. Sitting dude sleeping on my. Sleeping. But I'm sure just, my dogs are sleeping. It, it helped me get to sleep. I just think of these little cats trying to help one, learning how to eat, except looking at the chopped up meat. That stuff looks nasty, man. What Ugh. chopped Not, up meat? That's well, what they were feeding the cats these kittens. Yep. Yeah, they were feeding a raw diet to the kittens. Uh, we gave Daisy raw meat one time. She threw it up literally instantly. <laughs> so... Can't do that anymore. Won't be doing that again? <laughs> no. No, we just loved it because it was all about cooperation and helping one another out. Of course, it's cats and dogs, but you know. People have a lot to learn. They have a lot to learn. So no, I thought you we were going to tell me, Tom, that you were watching big cats like the lions kicking the Vikings' asses. Uh, yeah, that's uh, another great one there, ladies and gentlemen. Lose to a team that has not. Did you know that the Detroit Lions had not won a football game in 364 days? Oh. What? Yeah. Well, good thing we helped them out. It would have been exactly a year had they lost uh, to the Vikings. But no, 364 days. Well, we're nothing if not compassionate. <laughs> Apparently that's true, yes. We are the pansies. <laughs> that is true. That team sucks. I'm sorry. Well, how come Mr. Zimmer is still employed? Not much longer. i got to believe if they lose Thursday night, he's done. I think he's done anyway. Well, what's their record right now? Five, Five and seven. seven, yeah. <laughs> well, it's been worse. In their second place in, 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 in the Central Division, a losing record. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's a terrible division. Chicago, Detroit, <laughs> the Vikings, and the Green Bay Packers. Every so. year I say, why don't we pick a team that we can follow that we lo- can yeah. like? And nev- we never do it. Tampa well, Bay. Well, don't, don't, don't follow a team. Understand that football is entertainment. Well, yeah. And, and, and it's but conceivable. But it would be nice to have a happy feeling and, for a win. And it's, <laughs> conceivable. it's conceivable that the, the outcomes might be affected in some way or predetermined in some small way. No. no. Do you think maybe in okay. professional well, sports? I just, just, I just, I'm just saying is that, you know, at least, at least professional wrestling came out. Uh, you know, truthful on that. Wow, that's They're true. just as big as they were before. Yeah, oh yeah. Great show. Oh, yeah. I think professional wrestling is one of the best shows around. Not my cup of tea, but well, best everyone show knew from the get-go. I think that there was something going hey. on. Wasn't quite a hundred percent. You know, well, uh, there is a lot of physicality. Well, there is, yeah. and that's what people like, and they like the entertainment value of the way these people talk. And it's like, you know, when the guy comes out with like a. Folding chair out of nowhere. It's like, where did he get that? <laughs> where did he get the you folding have to chair? Ask, where did the folding chair come from? <laughs> That's why I think that. We got a feather bow. I'm what, getting a feather bow. What did Roddy Dangerfield say to uh, uh, what Frank Cesario? Oh, to <laughs> Jeff Cesario. To Jeff Cesario. Hey, did you ever hear that story, Dougie? No, I don't. I don't think you have. So Jerry Seinfeld meets Jeff Cesario down at the comedy store down in uh, Los Angeles, and they're leaving. <laughs> and here comes Rodney Dangerfield. He goes, oh, Jeff, would you like to meet Rodney Dangerfield? He goes, oh, my God, I'd love to meet Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> right? So they come up, and Jerry Seinfeld goes, Rodney, I want to introduce you a new brilliant young comedian, new to towns, first day in town, as a matter of fact, very, very funny, Jeff Cesario. And Rodney Dangerfield goes, Cesario, huh? Italian, huh? Stick to the tumbling. <laughs> Professional wrestling took over the tumbling business. They took over the tumbling. They took over the, they they took over the tumbling. That's true. Stick to the tumbling because you're Italian. <laughs> we got Joe on the phone. Jose, what's up? I don't know so much, Colin, because I heard you guys are talking about diabetes and alcohol. <laughs> diabetes. Now, how long has it been? How long has it been for you? Uh, going on 14 months. Wow. Uh, have Congratulations. Congratulations. That's terrific. Would you hang up on us? I guess he thought. No, I'm here. I don't um, think it's that big of a deal. That's all I needed. <laughs> Whatever. I just called in for you to tell me how wonderful I am, and now I'm hanging up. Conversation over. Anyway, so what's up, Joe? I think I'm going to ruin your day. Hey, okay. Tim. Yes. There's a street by my, in my neighborhood called Lammers Lane. Hey, baby. Can you steal a sign for me? <laughs> I'll try. Do people still do that, steal road signs with their names oh, on them? Oh, yes, they do. I know that was a thing yeah, when I was do. a kid, but, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mile marker 69. Yeah, that's oh stolen all the time, too. All the time. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yep, 420 is also another popular one, but there's oh, yeah. a lot fewer of those. Anyway. Yeah, so um, when I quit drinking, uh, the sugar that was in the alcohol that I was drinking started leaving my body, so I needed something to... I didn't realize that I needed a sugar fix more oh. than I needed an alcohol fix. So I right. started buying ice cream, yeah. um, donuts, candy... And pretty soon I put on weight, and I went into my have a physical. 
shortly after I quit drinking, and my blood sugar was so high, the doctor says, yeah, you got diabetes, buddy. Oh, God. Just from eating tons of sugar? Oh, yeah. Andy, I put away five or six gallons of ice cream a week. Holy uh, God, that's a lot of ice that's cream a there, lot baby. Of ice cream. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't get, like, uh, some... Symptoms from the lactose, honestly. I, I well, remember when I was little, everybody said, don't eat so much sugar, you'll get diabetes. And then they're like, "That was the eating sugar doesn't cause diabetes. No, it doesn't cause diabetes, but it does cause weight gain, which causes diabetes. Oh. There you right, go. right. Tommy, Tommy, you're going to have to share your Brando ice cream story with, with Joe. Mean when he blew his stomach lining out by eating so much ice cream? God, but... <laughs> lining. What do you eat? He literally ate so much ice cream that his stomach expanded, 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 and finally blew a gasket. Well, what happens is the lactose, the lactose in that kind of thing, ferments in your stomach and in your intestines, and fermentation creates carbon dioxide, which is gas, which has a lot of volume. So his stomach literally blew up like a balloon with carbon dioxide. Exactly what happened. Is that why he died? No. No, oh. he survived a lot worse than that, I think. <coughs> you want to hear the sad part of that story? Did you he hear that part, Timmy? He abused all of his organs. <coughs> you hear uh, the sad I, I, part? I'm not sure what, what was the other part. This morning, I was reading a, a story, and I'm here to tell you that uh, I knew who Rudy Valley was. I knew you know, all these people that my grandmother loved and my mother loved. I remember all these people. There was an article this morning about the fact that The Godfather Part 1 is now available in 4K. They made a 4K version, right? And it said, don't forget, one of the greatest movies of all time starring starring Marlon Brandon. Brandon. Oh, dear God. Marlon Brandon. We don't even know who Marlon Brando is. Honestly, they probably typed that up on their phone and it (laughs) auto-corrected. Yeah, (laughs) let's go Brandon. Let's go, Brando. Let's go, Brando, yeah. Who's Al Pacing's buddy? Al Pacing, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, Al Pacing right. and Marlon Brando. Well, Al Pacing was absolutely an autocorrect thing. No, it wasn't. It was a dumbass sidekick thing. Al Pacing? What was it supposed Pacino. to be? Pacino. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I was You've like, I can't even think of before? No. I'm oh talking God. to one of his co-stars, Josh Dubell. And I just am reading what comes up. I don't pre-read stuff because I want to have a natural reaction to everything, right? And I read, oh, so you're doing this great movie starring you, of course, blah, 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 Al Pacing. And as soon as I said Al Pacing, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, and he went, Al I was, who? I was like, who would that even be? Pacing? Yeah. New <laughs> actor. Well, Nobody's ever heard of it. Al Pacing. So close. So close. Al Pacing. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm well, listen sorry. to Lammers laughing up a storm. Oh, <laughs> hey, it happens to all of us. And you know what? If I could change the direction of this a little bit and maybe plant this seed in your mind, Tommy. Um, and I'm saying this because I got a gut, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm bald. I'm fat. You know, I'm, I'm everything. I don't care. I can make fun of myself. Welcome but to America. Al Pacino, Al Pacino in House of Gucci I don't know if they put a fat suit on him or if he's oh, gained really? a lot of weight. Really? Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird. There's a scene where he's getting a massage where he's shirtless and he's got to get a towel around his waist. And it's like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> you, were, you were gone. Jesus. You were gone uh, that week when I reviewed the film on the queue. 
and uh, I referred to him as El Poncino. Oh. Poncino, I like it. Oh. El Poncino. Because he's got a punch now, baby. You know what? He's uh, got a punch. I didn't know that he was in House of Gucci. I wanted to see House of Gucci. And I, I don't think he's he's terrible in most things nowadays, isn't yeah, he? Uh, you know what? Uh, he He's he's great in this. Okay. He really is. Everybody is. Lady Gaga, you know. The, the thing that I'm finding about this film is that people are either loving it or they're hating mm. it. And, uh, no, you know, here's the that. thing. I mean, I somebody like Candace, um, Candace Wheeler, she loved the movie. She's been to Italy. She's lived in Italy. Right. So some of these critics who've never been to Italy, who don't know anything apart from, you know, Super Mario Brothers as far as Italy is concerned, <laughs> you know, are, are, are sitting there criticizing how animated some of these actors are and not realizing that maybe that's the way some people speak in Italy. Yeah. So some of the biggest criticisms of the film is that, um, you know, uh, that, that that Lady Gaga is overdoing it, that Al Pacino, an Italian man, Italian American is overdoing it, that Jared Leto is overdoing it. And Candace said, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh uh-uh. uh no this is this is some folks with yeah I, i've heard accents like this in person mm-hmm. so yeah yeah uh so definitely see it Catherine. i, okay. I it, it's again it's one of those movies where if you know the story some a lot of people don't know the story of patrizia reggiani and the the, the case surrounding her and the gucci family uh so i, I don't want to talk about too much yet um but I had a big problem with the way the movie ended suddenly. It's a two and a half hour movie that oh. ends too soon. It's oh. weird. And, and that'll make sense once you see it. Because okay. I had a big problem at the end of the movie. But for the most part, I, I thought the acting was stellar. How's it? <laughs> I mean, it was stellar across How's the board. How's it doing? It's doing okay. I mean, mm-hmm. what they're looking at is a demographic, uh, an older demographic, uh, us. I guess, um, you know, saying, oh, for 20, you know, opening with 20 million dollars is, is a good opening for the older demographic, because the older demographic right now still aren't going to movies because of COVID. Oh, yeah. So, you know, is it probably losing millions of dollars? Yes. Um, but it's probably doing a lot better than expected. It's going to change once the film gets nominated. You know, look, it, I can't. They got to nominate Lady Gaga for it. Maybe Jared Leto, mm-hmm. maybe Pacino. So, and Adam Driver is terrific too. I mean, everybody is great in this movie. We saw Cansada. Is that the name of the movie? What's the name of it? What did we see? Enchanto. Enchanto. Encanto. 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 Now he said it, Cansada. <laughs> well, it was a Cansada. Cansada. The house is Encanto. The we watched Salt Day. No, not Casita. Casita is what they called their house, not no. It's an, enchan- an enchanted house is a Casada. Well, they Cansada. called it Casita. Casita is just house, yeah, little just house. Just a house. Yeah. Yeah. But they were anyway. Like, oh, there were like we were we. I was there with Alex and the two kids, and there were five other people in the whole theater. Mm, it was just see. one family. It was three. It. it was a mom, dad, and a kid. Yeah, that's that was it. it. But now, we I'm went beginning to wonder if the reason of, for that is is that now that younger kids are vulnerable with COVID, maybe it's having an effect on that section of the audience. I don't know. My something. kids, um, my kid is amazing. Had an absolute. Sage was just like walking around the whole back of the movie yeah. theater because they were sitting in front of us, and it he's like, "Can I go in those seats? Can I go in?" I was like, three-year-old's sure. attention. 
it's, no. it's, it's, nothing. It's for Very a little, little bit buzz. older like, kids. Yeah. It's for a little old, older kid. It's, it's, it's got real, a lot of. It, uh, it's got a lot of storyline yeah. to it. Yeah. If it has a message, a three-year-old's not going to care. But yeah. there's no movie in the world that holds his no. attention for that long. Well, that's like true. you couldn't have. Closest thing is Pink yeah. Fong, and that's like a good five, ten minutes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like he'll watch an episode of something and yeah. like sit, but he's not. Yeah, he's too young to just Spidey. like. Does sit he still like Spidey? He does not talk about Spidey anymore. Uh oh. I know. We he's all got fickle. him a bunch of Spidey <laughs> yep. stuff for Christmas, and he never talks about Spidey anymore. That's how I'm kids like, are, okay. though. Oh, uh -oh. on my Spotify. It tells you at the end of the year, like, your most listened to songs of the year. Mm. And mine is Spidey and His Amazing Friends theme song. <laughs> and I have listened to it 233 times. Oh, my oh, God. Good for you. Good grief. <laughs> we have to get going here. You two yeah. behave, both of you. All right. Um, I will be on the queue Thursday with West Side Story. And, oh. Tom, I think you're looking forward to this one, being the Ricardos. Oh, I definitely oh, want to yeah. see that. I yeah. do want to see that. So I've seen both those films. And just to quickly point out, as empty as that theater was when you saw Encato, still the number one film in America. So that kind of is a oh, reflection yeah? of the state <laughs> of things right you. now. Is it Pixar or DreamWorks? Or uh, it is actually Disney. 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 Is it streaming? Oh, it's Disney. Okay. Is it streaming? No, it's not streaming. It's huh. only not in theaters. Yet. But it will be and streaming, I'm sure. It's really, really good. And it's all about like the pressures of being in a family and expectations and all this stuff. And like the music is really great. And we've been listening to the soundtrack a bunch. And I don't know. It's, I really, really liked it. Well, we right. watched Aladdin. <laughs> the original <laughs> from the, I think, 92 or whatever it was. Yeah. So that's how up to date we are. Perfect. I watch the clock. That's what I watch. I'm too cute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe, Tim, thanks a lot. We'll take a break. Right. Be back with the family. I right, take care.